For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. NBA basketball is back! But not for the Miami Heat. You know, you think that a, a team that just made the NBA Finals would get the respect of starting on opening night. I mean, you see the Denver Nuggets there. They played tonight versus the Los Angeles Lakers. But the Miami Heat? No. They play tomorrow versus the Detroit Pistons. At least the Heat get a Christmas game. After making the finals, I wasn't even sure they'd get that. And if they did, I thought they'd play against the Knicks at noon. But they do get a primetime game on Christmas, so at least they get a little bit of respect. But anyways, what's going on, yo? Welcome back to Believe in the Miami Heat, brought to you by the Believe Network. As always, I'm your host, Anthony Denard, and I want to talk about all things Miami Heat, where we sit as of today with the Miami Heat season kicking off tomorrow and we had a ton of news yesterday a lot of heat fans were upset as we got some quotes from pat riley that looked like he was trying to do some damage control but i really think that he might have just ended up pissing off a lot of people so basically we got a ton of quotes from pat riley i forget who he was speaking to but there was all kind of stuff being thrown around twitter and basically the main point that he was trying to make is that he likes his team now initially that pissed me off kind of well that that specific part didn't get me mad because, like, what is he supposed to say, right? But he essentially said that he was reluctant to give up a lot of assets to improve this team over the offseason, right? And after the whole Dame to Milwaukee, Joe Cronin thing happened, a lot of Heat fans were able to say, okay, this looks like more of Joe Cronin being petty than Pat Riley, Mickey Arison being stingy. So we were able to at least live with the front office, right? But now when you come out today and Pat Riley admits that he was being stingy and not wanting to give up all of his assets to get Dame, at first I was very, very annoyed because I think they needed a guy like Damian Lillard. I think this team needed somebody, and they actually, they obviously ended up doing pretty much nothing. So to hear that it was his fault and make it sound like the, the front office was cheap and Mickey was cheap, which is something that we've heard for many years now, that part frustrated me. But the more I thought about it, I don't know if that's actually true or if that's Pat Riley just trying to, uh, you know, up the confidence of a lot of the guys we heard on the trading block, specifically Tyler Hero and obviously Jovic and Hame and even maybe even Caleb Martin and whoever else. Because Pat coming out and saying where we were reluctant to give up our assets, maybe those young guys can look at it and say, hey, Pat didn't want to give me up for Dame. That's respect. It's nice to know that my organization still believes in me. Now, if that was actually the case, I don't know. Do those young guys actually need that? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, you could say a guy like Tyler Hero wants to hear that because he's been uh, almost traded like five times now, but he seems to understand it's a business at this point. And then the younger guys like Jovic and Hame, they've barely been here. So I don't think they would have taken it as a sign of disrespect to go for Dame anyway. So a lot of people just are taking Pat at his word and are thinking that Mickey is cheap, uh, which is something that... <laughs> Uh, can be believed based on other quotes we heard yesterday. Essentially, with regards to Bradley Beal, we heard they were very reluctant to take on that contract because they didn't want to go into the salary cap with the second a apron and all those other rules. 
And a lot of Heat fans are mad because they're like, oh, man, that's just me. You ain't want to pay the money. You billionaire didn't want to pay the tax. You could have had Bradley Beal on this roster. Maybe you could have had him and Dame. But what those fans don't seem to realize is there's actual penalties for going into the second apron. I mean, there, there's all kind of stuff that I don't fully understand enough to get into. But, for example, you start to lose draft picks. You start to lose trade exceptions. You start to It starts to limit all of the moves that you can make if you go into that second apron, which would really, really hurt this team down the line. And a lot of Heat fans may say, hey, I don't care about that. If you got Bradley Beal, you got a chance to win a championship. Maybe, maybe not. I'm particularly not the biggest fan of Bradley Beal. I'm not sure if he puts you over the top by himself with these other pieces. Now, theoretically, you wouldn't have had to give much up for him because he had a no-trade clause, but I don't know. For a guy like Damian Lillard, I would have absolutely did it because I think he's one of the best of the best. Bradley Beal, personally, I just think he's another really good player. I mean, we saw he put up a ton of points in Washington. That team never won anything. Not to mention, Bradley Beal is out tonight for opening night. As the Phoenix Suns said, they're taking a cautious approach to his back. So you have a whole offseason the guy doesn't play. I think he might have played a couple preseason games. And now first game of regular, uh, regular season, he's out already. And I don't think that's a good sign. I don't think it, I don't think you put a guy on a management plan starting the first game of the season. So I think he has concerns on the injury front as well. Not to mention that if it doesn't work out for Phoenix, they're screwed because Bradley Beal still has a no trade clause, which means that if he came here, he would have still had a no trade clause. And it greatly, greatly limits what the Heat could have did in the future if this doesn't work out, which I wasn't the strongest believer that Bradley Beal would. Again, I'm just talking about Bradley Beal. If it was for Dame, I would have given up everything outside of Jimmy and Bam to get Dame. So that part was a little frustrating, truthfully. Uh, And then Bradley Beal, actually interesting yesterday, he came out with some quotes himself and said that his first choice for which team he wanted to go to was the Miami Heat. So when they had his agent call the Heat and they start talking and doing all this, uh, uh, basically uh, Pat said, let me go talk to Mickey. And then nothing really happened. And Bradley Beal sitting there be like, hey, I said I wanted you. I have a no trade clause. What's taking so long? And then all of a sudden, Matt Ishbia, the, the owner of GM of the Phoenix Suns, came out and said, hey, we want Bill. And then before you know it, Bill was sent over to Phoenix. So Bill basically ended up saying, oh, Miami don't want me? Oh, well, I don't want you anyways. No, Bill wanted to come here. It was, it was the Miami Heat that just didn't want him. So that's why he came out and said, well, I ain't want the Heat anyways. That, that whole sort of thing. So anyways, Bill ends up in Phoenix. That team is very, very top-heavy with the three max contracts. I mean, kind of even four big contracts if you count Nurkic now. Beal's already out for game one. Let's see how that team goes. I don't think they'll be very successful. All these Heat fans that were mad saying that, oh, if the if the Heat owner was Steve Ballmer or Matt Ishbia, you would have had Dame and Beal. Heat fans saying that as if they're jealous of having the Clippers, you know, money or the Suns money and, and their aggressiveness to make moves in the offseason. Well, I ask you, what the hell have the Los Angeles Clippers done? nothing with all this money they got in there they've done absolutely nothing and the heat go further than them in the playoffs time and time again what have the phoenix suns done make one nba finals a few years ago and a in sh- in the season that had the shortest off season for all the previous contenders so you had the nuggets out early you had the celtics out early you had the heat out early and the lakers out early and you're able to get Phoenix is able to sneak the way into the finals and do nothing since except get absolutely blown out at home by the Dallas Mavericks in game seven. So, Heathens, you want to be the Suns? You want to be the Clippers? Go ahead. 
I'm going to sit here and I'm going to trust my front office, even though I don't agree with what a lot of they did. This offseason, I don't, but I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt to see how it works out before I truly judge them. Because they've made two NBA finals over the last four years and an Eastern Conference final. They were one Max Schroes foot out of bounds, BS call away from making three NBA finals. So just have some trust in your front office, even though on the surface, I don't agree with what they did this offseason either. But I think it's important to give them benefit of the doubt because every move they made so far has somewhat worked. They haven't won an NBA championship. Not every team can win an NBA championship. But I think maybe they did the best they did they can to at least get there. So let's see what happens. A lot of the uh, quotes that came out about Pat Riley was how much he loves Jimmy Butler and think Jimmy Butler can carry this team, which so far he has. Some should say maybe he shouldn't have to. But that's what the star player does on star teams. He carries them. Why is it such a problem that Jimmy Butler has to carry this team to the NBA Finals? That's what any star player does for their team. Now, that's not to say that he needs some help or he doesn't need help, which he certainly does. That's why I wanted Dame. That's why I want to take a, a see a jump from Bam and a bio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's why I'd like to see them trade Kyle Lowry and those two first at some point to get some asset instead of, allow, instead of allowing Kyle Lowry's expiring to just go away. Because that would make me upset. This is the last year of Kyle Lowry's contract. He has an expiring deal. Last year, we saw Russell Westbrook in a first-round pick get turned into Vanderbilt and D'Angelo Russell. And was it Malik Beasley, too? Three really solid pieces. I think that he can somewhat do that with Kyle Lowry. Maybe get one or two really good pieces to put on the outside of this roster and help them and, uh, help them go to the NBA Finals and maybe win it this time, this season. So I do hope we see something like that. Uh, outside of the whole offseason talk, which is now over, with the season starting tomorrow, uh, the Heat signed Drew Smith to a standard contract, something that upset a lot of people, including myself. I made a whole Jamal Kane video just a couple days ago that is performing very well, so thank y'all for that. Uh, basically saying how I think he was going to get the standard deal and turn into the next Heat guy, you know, that comes out of nowhere and has an amazing season. Now, he still very well might. Keep in mind, uh, Caleb Martin was on a two-way contract. He got converted, balled out. And the, the contract that they gave Drew Smith is obviously very small, so they could pretty much cut him at any point without penalty. But that part was frustrating because nobody thinks Drew Smith is good, including myself, once again. Uh, I think the reason he did it is because he's the only other true point guard on this roster outside of Kyle Lowry, I guess, if you want to even call him that. I know they're, they're, they're propping up Smith as some sort of uh, low-maintenance, low-turnover uh, low mistake sort of guy. So basically he's only out there because he does nothing wrong. And I guess I get the logic because when you got a contender, when you have guys like Jimmy and Bam and Tyler, all you need next to them is someone who doesn't make mistakes. But I just feel like we're setting the bar pretty low for a team that's trying to win an NBA championship. And the fact they couldn't find anyone better is truly disappointing. But that being said, hopefully maybe he'll be cut at some point unless he balls out. And then, hey, the Heat knew what they were doing and I didn't which could very likely be the case. But anyways, you got at your two-way spots. You do got Jamal Cain, you got RJ Hampton, and you got Cole Swider. 
We all know what Kane brings. If you don't, drop the whole video about it. Like I said, go check it out. RJ Hampton had a really, really great preseason. He did miss a couple games because of injury, but when he came back, he showed the defensive ability. I mean, able to move quickly, laterally, side to side, able to attack the basket, hit a few threes. He looks like he can be a very well all-around player. And then, of course, you got Cole Swider, who's basically Max Truce 2.0 because he shoots everything he touches, but he got a strap on him. So maybe at some point, if they need some shooting, if Duncan Robinson doesn't pan out or if he goes down, you do have Cole Swider that can maybe get some run because this team will need shooting until Jimmy or Bam decide they want to start doing that. More likely Bam because Jimmy's obviously he's he's pat. He'll wait to the playoffs to turn into Steph Curry. I'd like to see Bam get there one day. Not necessarily this year because we did see an improvement with the mid-range jump shot, but one day, sort of like we saw Chris Bosh get there like 10 years into his career. Who knows? Maybe Bam gets there. So outside of that, it's unfortunate that the injury bug has already seemed to hit the Miami Heat a little bit. You do have Hayward Highsmith, who will miss opening night and probably a couple more weeks after that. Uh, I forget the injury, but uh, I, I wasn't too disappointed because I'm not super high on Highsmith either. Uh, I know I'm in the minority on that. Just saying that sentence alone in the past has gotten 100 fans in the comments just saying, oh, why don't you like Highsmith? He's a big switchy defender. I mean, I'm thinking about posting a whole video on Highsmith also. Maybe I do this tomorrow. But he's 6'4". He's got a big wingspan, but he's not very big. And never more in my life have I heard the phrase, great defense, better offense, than when Highsmith is guarding someone. He's in their face, but he never seems to stop anybody. That, that's just my opinion. But we'll get into him another day. It is unfortunate that he's injured because I would have liked to seen him prove me wrong, which he still very well might. Just going to have to wait some time for that. And unfortunately, you do have Josh Richardson, who's questionable at this time. He may play opening night, but they did say he hasn't practiced since like Wednesday of last week. But I want to see the real starting lineup for this team. We never really got a true dress rehearsal in preseason because Jimmy Butler didn't play. I hope the pre the lineup tomorrow night is Richardson, Tyler, Jimmy, uh, I guess Kevin Love. I was going to say Caleb, but I'll go Kevin Love and Bam. But I definitely don't want to see Kyle Lowry at starting point guard. And if Richardson doesn't play, that's what we're going to see. But Richardson should be back soon. It doesn't seem too serious. Outside of that, we did get the official jerseys released, uh, these Heat Culture jerseys, which I'm sure y'all have seen all over Twitter. Uh, not necessarily news. We saw the leaks uh, months ago, and, and those were just kind of confirmed uh, recently. I actually like them. Again, something that's in the minority. I love the tops. I love the, the culture with kind of the rough font. I think it's super dope. I think it's clean on the outsides. The shorts, I, I didn't think matched great, but again, I haven't. I just saw like, individual pictures of each i didn't see it actually on someone together uh now i'm not saying it's the best jerseys like it's not better than the vice obviously uh it may not even be better than the mashup jerseys I i'll need some time to decide that but i didn't think they were as ugly as people were saying so let me know down in the comments below if y'all like the jerseys uh but that's really all i got for this video i do want to shout out my guy from a couple videos ago from my guy boss man frost who commented his prediction of how many points Jamal Cain would score this season. He said 12 per game, which if Jamal Cain scores 12 points per game, something either went really right or really, really wrong. But I had to shout my guy out once again, Boss Man Frost, because he stayed to the end of my 30-minute video where I uh, ranked each team or gave my predictions for the Eastern Conference and Western Conference standings. So shout out to him. I'll do another one of these. If you stay to the end of this video, I greatly appreciate you. Go ahead and comment down below. Uh what you wish drew smith's hairstyle was instead of a man bun go ahead and comment that down below i'll pick someone out and shout you out in the next video because i greatly appreciate those of y'all that stay to the end it helps the algorithm a ton 
If you also want to help me out, go ahead and like the video. Go ahead and subscribe so other people can see this. And I'll see y'all next time. Let's go, Heat. Look, pull up in the city, tryna get that dead fast slash Do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight right? Had to kill him off, yeah, I need a head space You know this homegrown bitch, don't offend me Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running Everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants They all depend on you No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day You're the ones who get it done at Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.